Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. If you have been with us all week, you know it's Friday. Hooray, Friday. I pray that if you are listening from the United States in real time, that you had a blessed Thanksgiving. And I pray that as we finish Matthew chapter 7 on today, that this series on the Sermon on the Mount has been a blessing to you. It goes back weeks and weeks and weeks. So today we are in Matthew chapter 7, the last two verses, verses 28 and 29. And if you have not been with us, then I will briefly give you the background that we have been reading through Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7, which is known as Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount when Jesus preaches and teaches to many, many followers who have come to hear what he has to say. And so he winds it all up. We talked about that yesterday, the importance of obedience to what he's taught. And I want to just finish with these two verses from Matthew. Matthew chapter 7, verses 28-29. When Jesus finished saying these things, the crowd was amazed at the way he taught. He wasn't like the teachers of the law. Instead, he taught with authority. Amen. So a couple things. Thing number one. (laughs) When we know who Jesus is, we know that he's trustworthy. We know that we can follow him. We know that we can believe in the words that he says. And it's different for us. Like, this crowd wasn't convinced that he was who he says he was. And some of them were hearing him for the first time. Like, they'd been brought there by others who said, you got to come hear this guy. He's not like anybody else. <laughs> so the fact that the crowd was amazed at the way he taught is different than us being amazed at things that are in the Bible. Because we are blessed to have the account of Jesus' three years of ministry before he was crucified and we already are able to be taught that he is who he says he is and so for us we have a very different perspective when we read through Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7 through the Sermon on the Mount we're looking at it as the authority of Jesus and so we already don't need to question it we might mumble and grumble and complain about how hard some of it is like loving our enemies and forgiving people no matter what Um, but we don't question the authority of who's speaking these words and the trustworthiness of who's speaking these words. And so we can read these verses and recognize that there's no excuse for ignorance. There's no avoiding ignorance because we have it right here, most often in words of red in your Bible, exactly what Jesus said. And we know exactly who he was and is and will always be. So let's pause and reflect. Before we get too far in as we've wrapped up the sermon on the mount let's pause and reflect on what are some of the teachings that we've learned that we can continuously apply to our lives in a way that are easy and what are some of the teachings that are most challenging and we'll be right back when i reflect back on all of the teachings we've gone over throughout Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. We've been doing this for about a month and a half, maybe? Yeah, I want to say it's a month and a half pretty much exactly, because we started on October 10th at the very beginning with the Beatitudes, and if you're listening in real time, it's November 25th, so yeah, that's about a month and a half. And when I think about all the different things that Jesus teaches throughout these verses, I think one of the hardest ones for me is the happy being persecuted (laughs) in the Beatitudes. Like, I get it, but I don't know. It can be hard. But I also think that 
loving our enemies and not seeking revenge. Those are the ones that are really, really hard for me. Um, Giving isn't hard for me. Praying isn't hard for me. Forgiving isn't really actually that hard for me. But showing love to the people who are just really unlovable and horrible to me, I struggle with that. So I pray that as we continue to live our holiest hot mess lives, that we will remember that these pearls, these words of wisdom are all throughout Matthew chapter five, six, and seven. And we can go back to them. We can go back and listen to the encouragement found in these podcasts. We can go back and read these verses. We can study commentary on them. Some of these verses would be excellent to write out on note cards and post in places where you'll need to see them. I know some people like to use them as um, like the wallpaper on their phone. So when they pick up their phone, the first thing they see before they unlock the screen is the verse that they need to be really focusing on. So they use it, I guess, as their lock screen, not necessarily their wallpaper. So I pray that as we reflect on these last two verses verses in Matthew chapter 7, that we can understand the importance of avoiding ignorance. Because Matthew writes, when Jesus finished saying these things, the crowd was amazed at the way he taught. But he also adds, he wasn't like the teachers of the law. Instead, he taught with authority. I think about these teachers of the law at that time, in the biblical times, and I think about how so many people were there to be seen, right? Like they wanted the um, attention, they wanted the notoriety, they wanted the financial benefits, they wanted all those things, right? And they weren't necessarily teaching from a place of authority because they only knew what they'd been taught themselves. But Jesus, we know from the beginning of John that Jesus was the word. So when we think about what it must have been like to hear Jesus speaking all these words of wisdom to them, he is the living word. He is our actual Bible made flesh. And so he's not telling people what he's learned. He's telling people what he has experienced for himself, who he is. And I think about how that matters in how we evangelize to others. We can tell people, oh, the Bible says this and the Bible says that, and that's fine, that's helpful, that's great. But It's so much more impactful for a lot of people to hear how God changed your life specifically. When I talk to people about Jesus, I try to talk about what's gone on in my life, like how I see a difference. And I focus, yes, on the Holy Word of God and how it's impacted my life, but I focus on the things that I know about myself and how my holiest hot mess life has become much holier. as I've matured in my walk with the Lord. And so I'll talk about how I've been changed. I talk about, um, I'll talk about like miracles I've seen God do on my behalf and on behalf of the people I love. I'll talk about how, just what it feels like to just rest in the beauty and the knowing and the love of God. Oh my goodness, when he just washes over us with his Holy Spirit, just that, that feeling, I don't even have words to describe it. So I try to use those as examples to encourage people to try Jesus, not just always what the Bible says. Yes, that's important because the Word of God is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword separating between bone and marrow, but um, people also need to hear from us our true testimonies because that encourages them too. All right, let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you 
Thank you, Jesus, that you taught with authority, that you are the living word, that we can trust you and we can believe in you and we can stand on your promises no matter what is happening because we know, Jesus, that you existed before time began and that you know all things. You are here with us in the present and you've already gone before us into the future. Help us, Jesus, to be bold and courageous in you. Help us to to teach others, Lord, with fire shot up in our bones, that they will know that you are who you say you are, that they will see how our lives have been made new in you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that as we live our holiest, hot mess lives, that we can hold fast to you and that we can turn back to your word, especially the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and we can be encouraged as we continuously live lives that are pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to your more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless. Oh, and if you're listening to this in real time, remember to support your local small businesses. God bless.